listeners. Uh, I just wanted to give you a quick heads up that the audio is going to be a little weird in this episode. Uh, I listened to two minutes, and uh, it's actually not as bad as I was worried about. But basically, um, uh, I record this on Fridays when I go to Nia's house before we do stairwells. And um, her Audacity updated recently. And one of the... Never update Audacity. This is the thing that Nia and I have learned. Never update Audacity. One of the things that they rolled out in this update of Audacity is hiding the little menu where it shows you which mic you're recording into. (laughs) So I recorded this uh, episode in uh, her laptop mic, which I was worried was going to sound really bad because my laptop mic sounds really bad. Luckily, her recording space is, is pretty okay, so... It turned out not as bad as I feared, but I did want to warn you, the audio is just going to be a little a little off this episode, uh, and mostly, I guess, I wanted to warn you, never update Audacity. Never do it. They make it worse every single time. I've had this version of Audacity on my laptop since, like, 2018, um, and I don't like it as much as the version I had in 2017 on my old laptop, you know? So, uh, that's about it. Thanks. Bye. Never leave the cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. Let's dance, bozo. Hello, and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is vengeance. He is the knight. I'm M, and that's Autumn. Hello. We're here to talk about the fucking necropolitics of using Kevin Conroy (laughs) to advertise your shitty video game. I thought it was a guy doing a bad impression of Kevin Conroy. It sounds like a guy doing a bad impression of Kevin Conroy. I specifically watched that because I was like, oh, this is I'll have thoughts here. Um, I didn't really watch any other trailers from the Game Awards, but he's he apparently did the voice for this Justice League game. that has been development forever. That seems not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like it sounds fake. The, the when they got yeah. whatever his face is to do the Batman voice in Arkham Origins, it sounds more like this Batman than that than he does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, uh, when that trailer started, I was like, "Oh, I like this Harley Quinn design. This looks good." And then she started speaking, and I was like, "Oh, no, 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 no." The voice actress they got for, uh, at least in that trailer, maybe it'll be better in the main game, but in that trailer, she's really fucking bad. Yeah. This is the one that's supposed to be like an actual, like, built out of the Arkham universe, right? So I especially double, triple don't care. Yeah. I don't... They're doing two games where, like, it looks like Batman's like a robot in that clip or they're something. all they're all brainiac controlled i think is the thing yeah it's like it's like the suicide squad it's like a it's like a 
asynchronous. I don't think it's multi it's multiplayer, but I think it's like you as a team take on one of the members of the Justice League. Right. And it's just weird because like so we're doing a Suicide Squad game where Batman in universe is dead. We're doing a Gotham Knights game where Batman in universe is dead. And like, then I guess they just have to figure out, are they just going to reboot this whole like continuity that they're doing or what? Because, um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand where these games go after this, you know? Um, yeah. It's just weird. And that trailer WB, WB also doesn't know where anything's going after this. There's no plan. <laughs> they hired James Gunn to drop a plan, but he's like, it's going to take us a couple years. You got to sit tight. So clearly nothing. No one is at the wheel. I mean, it's been 10 years of DC not knowing what they're doing. And yeah. there's been a lot of good stuff. You know, <laughs> there's been probably as much bad stuff, but I don't have to pay attention to that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any other thoughts about that Suicide Squad trailer. Did you nope. watch anything Batman last week? Read anything? The, the two episodes we're covering today. Yep, <laughs> same here. That's it. I've kind of got back to reading some old comics today, but not old Batman comics. So it's all right. We got we got we got two episodes here, so we're yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, our first episode this week is the mechanic, the fifty fifth episode of Batman the Animated Series, a story by Laren Bright and Steve Perry, directed by Kevin Altieri, uh, animation by Dongying Animation Co Limited. This aired January twenty fourth, nineteen ninety three. Autumn. What happens in this episode? Nothing. <laughs> That's not. That's I mean, not true. That's not yeah. true. So Batman and Robin are chasing the penguin um, and their car gets all smashed up. So they take it to Earl, um, uh, who is their mechanic. Penguin um, is able to, or not even Penguin, some guy who knows One of guy. his like third tier goons is like, <laughs> boss, someone ordered all the pins that would go in a Batmobile. And Penguin's like, that's amazing. I'm going to kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so... Penguin and his goons go to um, kidnap Earl and his daughter, and Earl gives his backstory of how he was a whistleblower on a company that was going to put out an unsafe car, um, and it ruined his career until Batman took him in, basically. <clears throat> and he built the Batmobile, and he fixes up the Batmobile, and Batman sort of provides for him and his daughter, uh, and Penguin kidnaps her, Makes Earl, like, rig the Batmobile to explode, more or less. Um, probably would have been easier to just rig the Batmobile to explode, but, you know, he's a supervillain, yes. so it's got to be a little more complicated than that. I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, Batman comes to pick up the car, and uh, Earl is like, wink, wink, the car doesn't is not rigged at all. Wink, Batman, I need you to understand that wink the car is totally fine and batman is like that's weird okay and just I drives know Gordon off Cole was in this episode <laughs> exactly um <laughs> so batman just drives off looking like the dumbest motherfucker in the universe penguin starts tailing him and uses uh, a remote control to take control of the batmobile and batman is like oh i think earl was trying to tell me something and stops the penguin and saves the day uh yeah, that's true. Um, couple things. One, uh, Batman drives up in a fucking classic like 1940s Batmobile, and it's sick as hell. It's Bring sick as back. hell. The whole black and white sequence of this uh, episode is just fun. 
Um, especially when they're just showing Batmobile concept art. <laughs> yes. Um, I just like the idea that the Batmobile is not like a supercar. It's just like a fucking hot rod with a Batman logo on it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And this is the guy who like took it from hot rod with a Batman logo on it into supercar, which is kind of a fun idea. You know? Yeah, it's neat. Um, his lab is literally the lab that they they lift this wholesale for uh, Lucius Fox's lab in Dark Knight, like straight up. This is just the same thing. I was mildly disappointed because um, I was thinking this was going to be a story about uh, Batman's mechanic who lives in the Batcave. Um, yeah. But no, 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 not that fun. He um, does. He does basically buy this man's life. In a yes. way that I'm like, hmm, hmm, this is like the this is like the second black character this show's ever had. You probably shouldn't do this. <laughs> he like. So Earl is really appreciative of Batman because um, like he saved Earl's life, quote unquote, twice over once because um, he was like getting roughed up by um, Global Motors, um like goons basically and then the yeah, other he's time, a whistleblower for their evil things yes um the boys in, <laughs> it's really funny when the guy is like well the boys in legal say we're fine if we put out the car with uh brakes that don't work and then the boys are in legal just nod in unison <laughs> yeah um but then yeah the second time batman saves earl's life quote unquote is um he just pulls up on earl and is like i need a new car and yeah, like you said, just kind of buys Earl's life, which is weird. Just like, yes. it's weird. It's weird. Also, he doesn't uh, do anything else. He just kind of sits there. He gets to relax and work on the Batmobile when it's needed, but but has not been empowered to buy spare parts. He literally has to be like, oh, you ruined the engine. I got to go order extra parts. And we see literally in the next episode we're going to watch in this duo, the Batmobile get kind of wrecked. Like, yeah. like It's like. <laughs> You probably have a lot. You should have a lot more engine than this lying around. I had the thought um, watching this episode. I'm like, this must be a pretty easy job. Like once a week, you have yes. to like change the tires on this. And then watching the next episode, I was like, I guess not. Because I guess like every single day, Batman shows up. And I was like, I need this shit by five. <laughs> yeah, but you'd think they'd have a lot of spares in that way. And this, yeah. at the end of the episode, Batman's like, oh, I've set up a bunch of dummy corporations to buy your parts for you. This will never happen again. Um <laughs> These off-the-shelf car parts that make up the Vatmobile. No one's put this together yet. Also, also, um, Batman makes it seem to Earl like he has corporate benefactors, which is insane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm rich, but there are some rich people who know about me and bankroll this whole operation. You don't need to know about them. Here's a Wayne Enterprises card. Don't ask questions. <laughs> Um, it's weird because it like sets it's set, it's also where there's a penguin episode. That's the thing yeah. that's weird about it. Yeah, it's like I get and, and it's not because the penguins rich. Like if it was like penguin owns an exotic car manufacturer and realizes people are bulk buying like engine heads. I think that would make way more sense to me than like third tier penguin goon goes boss. They bought all the Batmobile parts online. I just tracked it. <laughs> it's on the website. <laughs> It was right on the site. Yeah. Um, it's just it, it just feels like no one in this writer's room knows how to write the sort of like logistics mystery that this episode is basically handpicked to be. Um, unfortunately, right. it's not that. 
Um, also, the penguin's boring. This version of the penguin sucks. This version of the penguin sucks, and um, it also just, like, it doesn't work because it's not even a mystery. It's just that, like, a guy walks up to Penguin and says, hey, I figured this out. It's not like... It would be more fun if the Penguin was like, hey, I have an idea. Let's try to find out, like, who's building the Batmobile. And you get at least one seed of trying to track him down. But the Penguin in the show is just kind of a dipshit. So, like, yes. he's never going to have that idea. Um, yeah. it's just It's just not very interesting. <laughs> There's also a lot of shots in this episode that... Um... Like, there's a bit where the Batmobile is remote controlled and it's like an inside the cockpit shot. It has to be because the Batmobile does turns that the, the actual physical object the Batmobile in this show could not do. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a vehicle that can make turns. Look at it. It's like 40 <laughs> feet long. Well, and then also the Penguin has his own Penguin Mobile that's also 40 feet long. <laughs> yes. Stupid. It's ludicrous. I love it. I, I think it's weird they didn't give him the, like, the, the duck car from the movie. Yeah, yeah, that would have been fun. There were a bunch of toys of that. It was a popular design. It's kind of weird. It's just he's just driving a car. I always love the um seventies like muscle car one. Uh, and I'm kind of surprised given like what inspires the show and like literally who's working on the show that they don't go with like the seventies muscle car Batmobile for that. Yeah. But I I like the one that they do in this episode, the throwbacky one. Yeah. We're never going to get those again. People like the big futuristic Batmobiles. They're wrong. They're all yeah. wrong. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, the Tumblr sucks. The Tumblr does suck. The one in the most recent movie is all right. It's, it's, it's fine. It, 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 it's cooler before it starts doing a bunch of like ridiculous shit. Uh, didn't need that. It's it's kind of like what if the Tumblr was a, a muscle car, which is like, I guess you're going in the direction I want. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, should we move on to the next one? Uh, yeah, we could do that. Uh, our next episode is Harley and Ivy, uh, which is written by Paul Dini. If you couldn't fucking tell, <laughs> directed by is. Boyd Kirkland, direct uh, animation by Donging Animation Co. Limited. This aired January 18th, 1993. Uh, Autumn, what happens in this one? We open on Harley is driving the getaway car as Joker is just kind of a dick to her and Batman is in pursuit. Um, Joker's really harassing her um, and is totally ineffectual at shaking off Batman. And so she um, does something. I I, I missed this because I got distracted very briefly, but she does something that able gets them away from Batman, basically. And Batman is like drives off the uh, road a little bit. Back at Joker's headquarters, um, he's like, oh, it's all Harley's fault, blah, blah, blah. You're fired, Harley. And she kind of sulks and goes away. She meets Ivy, and Ivy is like, oh, she's, she says, I'm going to prove myself. I'm going to rob this museum. Um, and as she is about to steal the Harlequin diamond, she sees Ivy <laughs> just bolting out of the museum with, like... <laughs> <laughs> like fistfuls of jewelry <laughs> in her arms. And so she's like, well, I'll just go out with Ivy. Um, they go back to Ivy's place um, and then just start hanging out in shirts and no pants like straight women do. Um, and Ivy helps uh, Harley get over uh, Joker. 
Um, they're hanging out. They do a bunch of crimes. Batman can't catch them. Um, eventually, Joker is like, Ivy's doing, or Harley's doing crimes without me. I'm going to go, you know, get her back, basically. <clears throat> and so he shows up, and Batman shows up, uh, and there's a big fight, basically. Um, and at the end of it, everybody ends up going to prison. <laughs> I kind of sort... I kind of short-sold the plot there, but I think this episode's a lot of fun, and also, it's stupid. Complimentary. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's also just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, God. So, this is obviously the episode that famously puts Harley and Ivy together for the first time, which is now, like, one of the, you know, one of the mm -hmm. biggest pairings in Batman comics that isn't just Batman and Robin. Right. Um, and, uh, it's in this goofy, like gals doing robberies together story that is like the, the thing is, this is extremely like a straight man writing women having a sleepover in like a way yes. where he's watched a lot of eighties films for boys. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. It's weird because like, I understand that. The creative team of this show just kind of feels like, oh, I bet women just hang out without underwear on all the time. But it does just make it look like they're constantly fucking. Yes. <laughs> and it's weird. It's weird. Um, and part of that is like, it's like just extremely like early 90s, like, it's not even like second wave feminism. It's just like girl power shit. It's like yeah. very like lazy. They decide to rob the Peregrinators Club, which is like a men's club. And literally Poison Ivy comes in and gives this big speech about how, oh, you're all you're all too weak and gay to be stood up by a woman <laughs> like this. How dare you? You're all just pansies. Don't you guys suck? Um, and I'm like, I just don't think this is what these characters are about. <laughs> no, no. And, like, they immediately, I think, have a fun dynamic. Um, Har Ivy, like, trying to get Harley over Joker is fun. But, um, yeah, it does just feel like... Yeah, it's not, like, feminist, quote-unquote. It's just kind of, like, 90s rah-rah girl power stuff. But, like... Yes. Through the lens of all the men that work on this show. You know, not a single woman involved in the making of this. No. Like... It's really funny the way they like put Montoya in as like the stand in of like yes. she's the cop that's going after them. It's like, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> yes. Batman foiled by Harley Ivy time and again. But Montoya, she's the one who can uh, who's finally able to cuff him, uh, which just felt like. All right, show. Let's. <laughs> yes. All of the all of the weird. And the, um, there's a bit where they confront these like obnoxious frat boys who look like the production crew. Like one of them looks like uh, Bruce Tim and the others look like it's listed on here. Where is it? It's um, Ted Blackman and Eric Radomski. Um, you can spot the Bruce Tim one anywhere as long as you know what Bruce Tim looks like. Uh, they put him <laughs> in the show a lot. And uh, it's just like I'm like, this is so corny. This is what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's also just. It's interesting, I guess, to see, like, the element where, like, Harley is trying to get away from Joker being abusive is introduced so early into her character being introduced. Like, obviously, yes. this is what Mad Love is going to do, too. Yeah, this um, is, this is we have not gotten to Mad Love yet, right? Like, this is the first Harley episode, and this is what it's about. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's possible that Mad Love, the comic, was out before this, but I don't think so. 
Um, but I think Mad Love the comic predates Mad Love the episode of the show. But regardless, um, like, so it's interesting to see, like, oh, that's an idea that's here really, really early. Um, but then it's not going to go anywhere for, you know, 30 plus years because TC is going to spend... <laughs> You know, after the show ends, it's just going to spend the rest of their time with Harley pussyfooting around about what to do with this character uh, until, like, she becomes a lol XD so random person for a while, and then she becomes, you know, the Harley Quinn of the last couple years who's, like, you know, gets her own movie about breaking away from Joker, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was thinking about that movie again. That movie's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not like there's I have problems with that movie, but it's it's all right. It's pretty good. I also I watched it high on Christmas last year. So like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't watch any I don't watch anything that matters high. I'm not high. I'm not I don't, I don't I'm like you. Harley, I, I do I don't not think like the Harley Quinn high. movie matters like that. <laughs> eh. um, um. Anyway, um, the, the, but the thing like despite thinking this episode is like kind of ir- like just ridiculously corny there's just no saving it yeah um the animators fucking they're like okay we've got three women we can't just do the thing where we give them all the same face even though that's what the character designs ask for right Uh, i feel like they go out of their way to like animate the hell out of this because they've just been drawing like triangle men for a year two years at this point (laughs) well it helps too that you get so much of uh harley out of her makeup in this episode so like i imagine the animators are like oh thank god we could do something a little bit different (laughs) Yes. Yeah, they have like very different face structures. Uh, it's all pretty good. Um, and um, they also just act the hell out of it. Like this is just a good episode of them hanging out. I wish there was more of that. Um, this show moves so fast all the time. So it's hard to like get any of that stuff in there. Yeah, there's so much in this show that like. I I see all the ideas in the show that just get taken up in the rest of the DC universe, like comics and shows like after this, that like, I really wish we're in this show more. And this just feels like one of those, you know? Yes. Um, Um, there's also like goofy bits where like Ivy has a car that they, she reveals like the Batmobile. It's called uh Rosebud. It's ridiculous. It's not like a, it's not like a plant car though. It's just a car. It's, it's just, just a normal car, car. But she hides it by. <laughs> it's like covered in like, like vines and shit. And she pulls all the vines off, and there's the car hunter, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. Yes. Um. Also, um. There's there's actually a couple good gags all throughout this. Like, um, toward the end, um. Joker is shooting at Batman and Batman shouts, you lunatic, we're like on a, um, like this place will explode if you keep shooting at me. Yeah. There's like a very brief pause and then Joker opens fire again. It's just, yeah. it's well-timed and good. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, there's, it, there's always like a weird energy when like Batman and Joker are interacting, but it's not about them is like the etern- eternal struggle. Like he just kind of crashed the Joker trying to do something and uh, Joker's just like, oh, you know, I'm just going to blow everything up. I don't care. Um, and it just has like this weird, like. The Joker's just an obstruction in Batman's day. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Vibe to it that I think is really good. Batman's so uh, a side character through both of these episodes that we watched today. 
Yes. Um, I, not to the extent that like Robin showed up in the last episode, and I didn't mention him once because I don't remember. No, if he, he really had any doesn't lines. matter. No, <laughs> that's correct. Um, but yeah, this this whole both of these episodes just make Batman seem really stupid because like he doesn't get the Earl is talking to him in code. Uh, he can't stop Harley and Ivy. Um, Joker is just kind of being a dick to him and he's just letting it happen. <laughs> like Batman yes. just kind of comes across dumb across both of these. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's weird. I, I like it when Batman's not the main focus. Um, I do too. But I would just, I would just not include him at all. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think feels... this episode would be stronger if there was no Batman. Yeah. It feels easier to just have like <clears throat> Joker and then Montoya shows up, you know? Yes. Um, that just feels like it makes more sense. So yeah, I you don't really need the um the Macbeth line either. No, <laughs> you do get Batman in a cool Darth Vader mask at one point. <laughs> that is true. That's true. I do love the like lore explanation that uh, Ivy just gave Harley a shot and now she's immune to all the poison. Yeah, <laughs> it's very silly. Also, Joker gassing Ivy and it not working. That's just a good bit. These That's two should interact bit. more. Yes. Um, I, it's like not a character pairing that you see very often. Yeah. Um, well, like if it wasn't for Harley, Harley being put in. Yeah. If it wasn't for Harley being put in between them, I'm like, what are they? What are like? What do they talk about? <laughs> What's their deal? <laughs> do they have anything in common? No. no right. Probably no. not. She yeah. she has like goals with her crimes and he's just kind of a dick. Yeah, but he's not like actively like she probably hates Penguin because like Penguin's like yeah. doing development and stuff, right? Like he's yeah. he's raising forests to build like nightclubs. Um, Joker's not doing that. He don't care. <laughs> also, I OK, this is a little bit like saying, well, why doesn't Batman um, do philanthropy? But I did have a like yes. cinema sins ding in my head to with this episode, which is that Joker is holed up in a like closed comedy club if i were batman i would just have security cameras installed in every uh closed comedy club in gotham because probably that's where joker's hanging out what? we know we know this was established early in this podcast we know that batman has a running tally of every closed down business in the city yes. and yet he has not put cameras in any of them yes even though he knows that every supervillain operates out of closed businesses that are tied to their theme as a character Yes. Stupid motherfucker. The only the only thing you can conclude is that Batman knew Joker was there and just hadn't decided to pick him up yet because there was a reason, right? <laughs> in the in the grand Batman's always got a plan yeah. um vision of Batman, which is not one of my favorite Batmans, I'll be honest. But um that Batman had a reason that Joker was not in jail yet. <laughs> <laughs> is this the introduction of Harley's hyenas in this episode? Oh, Bud and Lou? It might be. I think it is. Yeah, because it's just like a little one-off shot of her feeding some hyenas in the lair. It's not even like... Oh, no. The man who killed Batman has them. Oh, yes. Yes, they're there. I forgot. Yep. Uh, they're great. I love them. I do, too. Um, I got nothing else. No, that's it. We had a good time. These are pretty solid episodes. Harley and Ivy, a classic. It really made me want to watch or read the uh, Batman Adventures comic because that's yeah, where me too. 
that's where these two characters get space to flourish. Harley gets a bunch in that because everyone wants to write for Harley. And she's not in real comic books yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm probably uh, every Christmas I reread the um, holiday special that we read for this podcast last year. So I'm probably going to end up reading a bunch of Batman adventures this month, I think. So looking yeah, forward to that. Sick. Um, all right. The next week we will be watching Shadow of the Bat, which is a two parter. We'll be watching both parts. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You can find me on co-host at autumnal, um, over on the co-host. I've been doing roundups of like everything that's happening on the export audio network. So, um, if you want to see any of the shows that we do, um, you can go there to find that and, uh, you can go to export to support us on Patreon. Sick. Uh, if you want to find me online, you can find me at em underscore being on Twitter at em dash being on co-host. You can find most of my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com. Uh, you should listen to Around the Long Fire, where me and Neve talk about Icelandic sagas every week. It's pretty good. I was catching up on that today. I got to the end of the first one you did, and uh, I really enjoyed it. We're on the third now, so man, you're really behind. It's three weeks. I'm three <laughs> weeks behind. <laughs> Just saying, I'm up on your podcasts. You told me today that you were uh, putting off one of my podcasts to listen to. <laughs> no, I told you yesterday. I listened to it this morning. Oh. I didn't really have much to say, but I did li- I did get around to it. That's um, um, What was I going to say? Oh, this podcast we found most Mondays at exportaud.io. You should give money to get the episodes early. Also, you've been putting out a, an irresponsible amount of podcasts lately. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> you and Nora, like, combined, but you're on all of the ones Nora's on, so you're guilty of it. <laughs> I um, I was complaining to somebody today because I was like, oh, man, I feel like I didn't really get a day off yesterday because I just was working on podcasts all day. Uh, and then I sort of realized that's my own damn fault. <laughs> yes. You need to take a bit of a break, I think, soon. Um, I'm sure you know. You know. Yes. I'm telling you right now. You yes. need to slow the hell down for yes. your burnout. Yes. Um, but... Um, there's a lot of good podcasts. Uh, I'm enjoying you going through uh, the uh, dead movies. They're good. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to rewatch Land of the Dead. I'm not going to, but I do want to. And then after that, the other ones I've heard bad things about and I've not watched. So I'm really excited to hear you tell me about them. <laughs> I'm I'm really trying to maintain my hopes for Diary of the Dead. Survival, I've, I've got nothing. I, I There's think one that's, that's like a Hatfields and McCoy style movie, right? I would imagine that's survival then. Okay. Cause yeah, th- th- I remember one of them coming out and everyone was like, Oh, this thing's like really corny and bad. Blah, blah, blah. That's a real shame to me. Um, I, I am holding out some hope that there will be something worthwhile in diary, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, that's it until next time. Batman. Batman.